0: Welcome to the Wantrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast, your source for everything you need to go from unfocused wantrepreneur
1: to action-taking, money-making entrepreneur. Now, your host, Brian Lofermento. Hey there, and welcome to this Christmas and Hanukkah and holiday season episode of the Wantrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast. This is also episode 50 and I am so excited for this episode because it's Featured Friday and Featured Friday episodes are always fun for me because it basically means I can talk about whatever the heck I want to talk about. Doesn't have to be a mindset thing. Doesn't have to be a strategy thing. You never know what you're gonna get in these Featured Friday episodes. Sometimes I feature amazing guests and other entrepreneurs. Sometimes I feature interviews. And sometimes, like today, I just feature topics that as I've gone through my day-to-day life, I've said, you know what? There is an awesome lesson there to be learned for entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs all across the country and all across the world, and today is one of those episodes. Now, I don't know at the time of recording this what the final name of this episode is going to be, but if it's up to me, the name of this episode would be How One Man Won the Presidency with a Really Weird Slogan and What That Can Teach Entrepreneurs. So that's really what I wanna talk about today. And you know by this point that I never talk about politics here on the Entrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast. And I promise I'm still not gonna talk about politics because the truth is entrepreneurship gets me way more excited than politics. I mean, it's, it's a pretty easy decision to make there. I love entrepreneurship. It's so near and dear to my heart. But being an American living here in the United States throughout the course of 2016, of course, we have witnessed one of just the most, whichever side of the aisle you're on, just one of the most ridiculous presidential campaigns in at least my living history. And so there are of course lessons to be learned there. And honestly for this episode it does not matter which side of the aisle you are on because I'm not going to give you my opinion. I really don't care to give my opinion. I mean I'm over the whole thing. I'm over politics in 2016. I think that to be honest with you, I don't buy into the overreactions. I don't buy into the hype. I think either way, the country is made up of 300 million people. And I think that at the end of the day, the United States will still keep pushing on and being one of the the leaders in the world. So I'm excited for what the future has to bring, whichever candidate wins. And obviously at this point, we know who won. So it really doesn't matter. I mean, of course, there are personal things that You can launch at the president-elect, but that's not what today's episode is all about because as entrepreneurs, we know that we have the power to move people with words and we have the power to move people with actions. And so today I'm going to dive into really a featured topic that I want to point out because Donald Trump so eloquently and at the same time so (laughs) uneloquently indicated or, or alluded to or showcased one of the most powerful things that us as entrepreneurs can take advantage of, and that is confidence. Now, you've heard me say it here before on the podcast that when people buy your stuff, they're not only buying your product or your service, they're buying a little bit of you and they're buying a little bit of your confidence. I mean, I knew this Back in 2008, when I was a 19-year-old and I sold advertising space on my, my soccer blog, which was my first real business, my advertisers were buying a little bit of my confidence. I mean, I was confident that my audience rocked. They were amazing soccer fans. They were hardcore soccer fans who lived, breathed, talked, slept, did everything soccer day in and day out. So I loved my audience. And I was so confident about my audience and their passion for soccer that that confidence Showed through, and it meant that advertisers really wanted to advertise on my website. So I learned firsthand how confidence helps my business and how confidence helps entrepreneurs. Fast forward to 2012 when I was standing in boardrooms with CEOs and CFOs and and giving them sales presentations. And despite the fact that I was what two that I was 23 years old or around there, despite the fact that I was 23 years old. I knew that I had to have confidence, especially at 23 years old. Maybe instead of saying despite, I should be saying especially. Especially since I was 23 years old, I needed to show that confidence. Because if I wasn't confident in myself, why should the CEO of a $15 million a year business be confident in doing business with two 23-year-olds from Boston, Massachusetts? There's no good reason. So it's on you to exude that confidence. Now, obviously, there's a fine line between confidence and arrogance and cockiness, and we're not going to get into all of that today. But I want to show you how, as an entrepreneur, you can leverage the power and the ferocity of words and confidence in your presentations, in your marketing, to get people to have more faith in you and to get people to be on board with you. And the reason why I talked about politics at the top of this episode is because I saw a really interesting rally with Donald Trump in the beginning of December, so I'm filming this on December 22nd, the day before it's going to be released, and a few weeks ago, after Donald Trump had won the election, I saw an inter- interesting rally where he talked about these three words that kind of served as his unofficial campaign slogan that lifted him into winning the election this year. And those three words, now obviously make America great again is his big time campaign slogan, but these three words, drain the swamp over the past or over the last two months of Donald Trump's campaign, those became the three words that got his supporters riled up and it got his supporters to say, drain the swamp, drain the swamp to the point where people were literally chanting that at his rallies. And obviously, Donald Trump came from behind big time in the polls to defeat Hillary Clinton on election day in November. And now he's the president of, president-elect. I mean, next month, this guy is going to be sworn in as the next president of the United States of America. And it's so interesting to me how he rallied his supporters behind those three words, drain the swamp. And so in this rally that I saw from him, he talked about the fact that someone told him, someone in his campaign told him to say those three words, drain the swamp in one of his speeches, to see if it would resonate, to see if it would rile his supporters up. Now, I went back in time, I went on YouTube to try to find the first case that I, at least I could find, of when Donald Trump said those words, drain the swamp. And I came back to October 17th, 2016, so about a month before the election. And in this speech, Donald Trump uses those three words, drain the swamp, but you can tell he uses it in a way that he's not even sure about how he wants to use it. He's not even sure that he's going to get a big reaction this way. So listen into how he said drain the swamp the first time. It's very low energy. It's not the Donald Trump that the American public is used to seeing and hearing.
0: It is time to drain the swamp in Washington, D.C., This is why I'm proposing a package of ethics...
1: Now, you can see just in that really short clip, I mean, that was just a 15-second clip from his rally, but he almost just kind of like glides right over those three words, drain the swamp. He didn't say it with very much conviction. He definitely didn't act confident about those three words. You can tell that somebody was in his ear, some marketing guy in his campaign, and said, hey, Donald, work this into what you say today, and Donald didn't believe in it. All right now that is such a powerful statement that I want you to to listen to and to acknowledge Donald himself clearly didn't believe in those three words, drain the swamp. Now contrast that to 10 days later, he had another rally. So this is literally two weeks before the election. And by that time, he had started using those three words, drain the swamp, drain the swamp, drain the swamp. And he started believing in it more. So compare that first clip that I just played with played for you with this clip from 10 days later where he uses those three words we are going to drain the swamp. he uses it with conviction and with belief and with confidence and that's what gets people excited i'm kind of bummed out because you're not going to hear how the crowd reacts afterwards because this is a cnn clip where they went back to the anchor so you don't hear the crowd's reaction but you can tell how differently donald used those three words just ten days later, when he had that confidence in him.
0: When we win, we are going to Washington, D.C., and we are going to drain the swamp.
1: I mean, it's just such a difference in the way that he presents those three words. The first time, he basically used it in the middle of a sentence and brushed right over it because he wasn't very confident in it. But then just 10 days later, he's mastered it. He's accepted the confidence that he can have behind those words. And he started using it as a call to actions for his supporters. He basically used those three words to get them all riled up and hyped up and excited about what he was going to do. So what's the lesson here? I mean, whether you love him or you hate him, it literally does not matter. What matters is that as entrepreneurs, we need to understand that our words carry weight. And more so than our words carrying weight, it's what we put into those words that carries weight. I mean, if I just sat here and I said, it's what you put into those words that's going to carry the weight of those words. If I just said it without much confidence, you're not going to get the point as much. But I'm confident in this message that I'm giving to you here today. So I'm telling you, it's the confidence that you put behind those words that's going to totally transform how people listen to you and how they hear you. It's two very different things. Not only will it transform how they listen to you, but it will transform how they hear you. Confidence is one of the biggest assets that us as entrepreneurs have. So whether you love him or hate him, Donald Trump can teach us entrepreneurs and you entrepreneurs out there a lot about confidence. You know I'm gonna play for you the rally that I saw where after the election, he basically confessed that when he started using those three words, drain the swamp, he said it without conviction and they didn't resonate with his crowds until he realized, hmm, I can start putting some oomph behind that. I can start getting some traction on those three words. Listen in because this is the interview or this is the rally that sparked today's episode because it hit me that even Donald Trump Realized, wow, I can say the same words but add some confidence, and it totally transforms the message.
0: Ethics reform will be a crucial part of our 100 day plan as well. We're going to drain the swamp of corruption in Washington, D.C. Funny how that term caught on, isn't it? I tell, I tell everyone, I hated it. Somebody said, drain the swamp. I said, oh, that's so hokey. That is so terrible. I said, all right, I'll try it. So like a month ago, I said, drain the swamp. Place went crazy. I said, whoa, What's this. Then I said it again. Then I started saying it like I meant it, right? And then I said it, I started loving it. And the place loved it. It's drain the swamp. I mean, it's true.
1: I mean, there there you have it from the president-elect himself, the future president of the United States of America, admitting that the same exact words with different confidence behind it, as he said, I said it like I meant it, and then I said it like I really meant it, and it has a completely different effect. So, I mean, apologies to those of you who didn't want to hear Donald Trump here on the Entrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast, but one way or another, we're going to be hearing him for at least another four years. And to those of you who wanted to hear Donald Trump, you're welcome. So hopefully both sides of the aisle I could please in today's podcast because the really good news is that as entrepreneurs, this is a valuable lesson. Love him or hate him. You need to exude that same level of confidence if you want people to listen to you and to hear you. Now, I'm not saying that you have to do it in the same style as Donald Trump. I mean, you know me, I always tell you, inject as much you into your business as possible. So chances are your style, I mean, definitely my style, might not be as abrasive as Donald Trump's. I mean, mine definitely is not as abrasive as Donald Trump's. I don't say a lot of these outlandish things. I don't like to make big, bold statements like that that I don't personally believe in. So your style can be different, but the consistent theme across all successful entrepreneurs, and Donald Trump, I mean, he's a successful entrepreneur. The common thread across all successful entrepreneurs is confidence. Now, even if you are still in the entrepreneur phase, that's why that that saying is out there, fake it until you make it. Now, I've got a lot of problems and a lot of qualms with that saying, because I don't think there are many things in business that you should be faking. You shouldn't be faking testimonials. You shouldn't be faking results that you can get people. But if you are lacking that confidence, that's what fake it until you make it means. Fake that confidence until you make it because I'll tell you what, when you start practicing faking that confidence, it will become real. Confidence is something that you can practice and you can build up over over weeks, over months, over years, over your life. I mean, I, at 28 years old, this is the most confident I've been in my life. It's really the product of all the confidence that I've been building since I started my first business when I was 19 years old in 2008. I mean, the truth is, I wasn't all that confident back in 2008 especially I wasn't confident about my website. I mean, the truth is, and I've said this many times before, I had no clue what I was doing. Like, I happily lift the veil back on that now because I think it's a powerful teaching moment. Really, probably only my roommates the girl that I was dating at the time, and probably my family didn't even know this because I wanted to put on a brave face for them. So probably it was only really my roommates and the girl I was dating at the time that knew how unconfident that I really was about my business. I had no clue what I was doing. I felt like my business was totally insignificant in the world. But here's the important part. And this is the strong points of fake it until you make it. When I talked to people outside of my roommates and people who were closest to me, I faked my confidence until I made it. If I was talking to other people about my soccer website, you would have never, I repeat this, because I see entrepreneurs make this mistake all the time, you would have never have heard me say, oh yeah, it's just some little thing that I started. It's just something that I do for fun. Never. I'm gonna I'm gonna let that hang because I want you to take this away from today's episode. I never talked down about my business or my website or what I used to call my project, which I'm not a big fan of projects cuz projects have a beginning and an end. I never talked down about it. I never belittled it. I never belittled the work that I was doing. I never belittled my hopes and my dreams for the website. Even when we only had 10 readers a day i used to say premiership talk is going to be one of the most read soccer websites in the world i had absolutely no clue how that was going to happen but i knew that with confidence it would catch on and you know what before long the people who i met at soccer games the people who i talked to online they started seeing that confidence and they said you know what Brian is up to something real. This website is going to be big. They had no real justification for saying that other than the fact that I was confident when I said it. That's it. This is my invitation to you today. I mean, it's Christmas is coming up in two days, maybe depending on when you're listening to this, maybe Christmas is almost past. But this episode, I use Donald Trump, yes, but this episode is really about one thing and one thing only and that is your confidence in your words. I want you to practice talking about your business in a big way. Today's the day, stop talking your business down. Stop talking your efforts down. Stop talking your work down. Stop talking your hopes and your dreams down. Build it up, say it with confidence. I want you to want to scream it from the rooftops, the way that Donald Trump started saying, drain the swamp at his rallies. And before long, thousands of people and tens of thousands of people were chanting those three silly and weird words at his rallies. And that lifted him to the president of the United States of America. So that's my invitation to you today. No, that's my challenge to you today is start speaking about your business with confidence. Don't play it down anymore. Don't tell people that it's small. It might be small, yes, but don't tell people it's small. Don't point out that it's small. Let them judge you for themselves and let them judge you at your most confident best. Even if you're not a confident person, even if you're shy, speak about your business in confident terms. All right, I'm clearly getting excited about this because this is a little bit of the secret sauce of being a successful entrepreneur. And I know for so many people, confidence or lack thereof is what holds them back. So if you've been waiting for permission to step into your leadership role, to step into your confidence, this is it. I'm giving it to you right here, right now. You didn't need it, but I'm here to remind you of that fact. Be confident, you've got this. We're going into 2017 now, and I want you to know that 2017 is going to be your year. Be confident about that, own it, and make it the best year of your life. That's all I've got for you here today. That's the Featured Friday episode. I know I had fun. I had no clue where this episode was going to go, but I hope that you learned a lot. I hope you had a big takeaway. I wish you a Merry Christmas, a Happy Hanukkah, a Happy Kwanzaa, whatever it is that you celebrate. Happy Holidays. If you don't celebrate any of these holidays, you know what? It's still the holiday season, and there's a lot of reasons to celebrate this year. So no matter what you believe in, Happy Holiday Season. Merry Christmas to everybody else who who celebrates Christmas and a very happy new year next week. Three more episodes on Monday, you're gonna learn from one of my students themselves. His name's Justin Taribio. He's an incredible entrepreneur. He's one of my students, but I also consider him a good friend and an amazing entrepreneur. You're gonna hear a lot about Justin in 2017. And this Monday on the 26th, also known as Boxing Day in some corners of the world, you're gonna hear from Justin himself about how you as a wantrepreneur and an entrepreneur can better manage your time. And then on Wednesday, it's all about strategy and I'm going to lift the lid. I'm going to take you behind the scenes of my own business and show you the strategy behind how I'm planning for 2017. So that's it for me. Merry Christmas, everybody, and I will see you next week on the Wantrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast. Thanks for listening to the Wantrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast with your host, Brian Lofermento. For show notes and to get a free copy of Brian's book, visit us online
0: at thewantrepreneurshow.com.